0: You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week, we present a pub quiz style program with four rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each, in addition to a music round and bonus anagram. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Similar to a pub quiz experience, we serve up a fun mix of trivia as well as friendly banter. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go because it's Trivia Time. Welcome to episode 190 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I am your host, Kelly Sharon, and I am joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi, Kelly. Hello.
1: How's it going? Oh, pretty well. How are you? You know what? I'm hanging in there. I'm doing pretty well, actually. I've been painting a new mural without you. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. I don't have a little assistant. I don't have a little bud to wear matching coveralls and boss around. (laughs) Yeah, that's me. We would have good times. Other than that, not too much to report. Check out our visual round if you have not already. Also, also, a couple new five-star reviews to give a shout-out to. Thank you so much to Fifago. I believe that's the name. I could have gotten that one wrong. Also, J K Will 10 and DayHelp. DayHelp is a group of coworkers that enjoy our program. They listen to it while they are in the kitchen. So I believe it's a little culinary staff. They requested a culinary round. So in a couple of weeks, I will make that happen. I'm a little backed up with patron rounds, which is, you know, a good problem to have, but... We'll make it happen. Also, welcome aboard the patron train, Andrea. Thanks so much for supporting our show. And then one last shout out. Happy birthday to Lizbeth. Woohoo. Happy birthday. Her daughter wrote me and let me know that it is Lizbeth's birthday. We actually have a round coming up right around the corner in this episode. All for her. So more on her later.
0: All right. It's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is hot cold bra. H O T C O L D B R A and the question that goes with this anagram is what type of fabric is described as a dense, plain, woven cloth, typically wool, woven wide and then heavily milled
1: to shrink the fit? Moving on to round one. Round number one is called Cinco de Mayo. May is underway and in full bloom with this five-themed round, celebrating the fifth month of the year. Question number one.
0: What satirical American author penned the 1969 semi-autobiographical novel Slaughterhouse Five? Some of his other titles include Breakfast of Champions and Cat's Cradle. Question number two. In the video game and media franchise Five Nights at Freddy's, what type of animal is Freddy? Question number three. For a point, either list the Cuban composer and musician behind the 1949 instrumental hit Mambo No. 5 or the recording artist who remade the song 50 years later in 1999 adding lyrics. Question number four. What Ukrainian-American actress starred in the 1997 sci-fi film the fifth element, as the character, Lee Lu. Question number five. Published in 2003, what is the fifth title released in the Harry Potter book series? Question number six. What country is the successful pop rock band Five Seconds of Summer from? Question number seven. Nicknamed Big Ticket, what former professional basketball player who wore the jersey number five and considered one of the best power forwards of all time portrayed a fictionalized version of himself in the 2019 film, Uncut Gems? Question number eight. What comedic entertainer behind the You Might Be a Redneck one liners was the original host of the TV quiz show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one, Cinco Day 5-0. Question number one. The author who penned the 1969 semi-autobiographical novel, Sauter House 5, was Kurt Vonnegut.
1: I went through a really huge Vonnegut phase in high school, and I haven't revisited this book or Breakfast of Champions in a while, but I think I might do that. Question number two.
0: In the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise, Freddy is a
1: bear. So his name is Freddy Fazbear, and he's kind of (laughs) creepy. My kids are even more sensitive to horror movie stuff than I am, and they never took to Five Nights at Freddy's. They're like, no, it's too scary. Cute. (laughs) I think he has like razor sharp teeth.
0: Yeah, it's not for me either. Question number three needed to either list the Cuban composer behind the 1949 hit Mambo No. 5, or the artist who remade the song 50 years later, and they are Perez Prado
1: and Lou Bega. A little bit of Monica. <laughs> a little bit of Sandra on the side. A little bit of Kelly, just my guy. <laughs> a little bit of Chester on my lap. Cute. I Love the remake. It's a remix. <laughs> That song is so silly, though. So dumb. Okay, playa.
0: (laughs) Question number four. The Ukrainian-American actress that
1: starred in The Fifth Element is Mila
0: Jovovich.
1: She's such a babe. She was so tough and badass and foxy in that.
0: (laughs) Question number five. The fifth Harry Potter book title is Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix.
1: Just a little heads up to our taters. We have a patron requested Harry Potter round coming up in a few weeks. So people love it. Wicked.
0: Question number six. The country five seconds of summer
1: hails from is Australia. Or New South Wales, we will accept either of those. I think the abbreviation, five sauce, is really funny. <laughs> that's right. Have you heard that one? No, but that's funny. They've got these really like windswept aerodynamic characters, but then they can also just spring up and they'll do a full 360 while holding a guitar. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that Young Blood song. It's catchy.
0: Yeah. Question number seven. The former NBA player nicknamed Big Ticket... Who wore the jersey number five is Kevin Garnett.
1: Number five is not my favorite number, but it is a popular number in my household. And we actually have a wall with a bunch of fives on it. Marquee numbers and framed prints of fives. Jasper Johns does a really nice five in his number series. What's your favorite number, Kelly? 13. Ooh, I love a 13. Yeah. Here's my top three numbers, guys. I know you care. Okay. Okay, I do care. First of all, eight. Second of all, 13. And then third, 11. I like those. Those are all good. And then all the other numbers suck. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Question number eight.
0: The You Might Be a Redneck Comedian who hosted Are You Smarter
1: Than a Fifth Grader is Jeff Foxworthy. You might be a redneck if you don't support human rights. Is this guy <laughs> canceled yet? I don't know. I mean, he was sort of poking fun at quote unquote redneck culture, but in actuality, like a lot of the uh, political implications are really harmful. So like, well, is this funny? Is this funny? <laughs> Moving on to round two. So round number two is our audio round. This round goes out to birthday girl, Lizbeth, from her daughter, Alana. Lizbeth is a fitness instructor who teaches dance fitness classes set to the sounds of Latin music, which seems super fun. I'm sweating just thinking about it. Pardon my pronunciation, but this round is called Alza El Volumen, which translates to turn up the volume. We are turning up both the volume and the heat with this round of eight upbeat songs from Latin artists that will make you break a sweat. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. Happy birthday, Lisbeth. One. Two. He's running a game. Now, big bang boogie, get that kitty little noogie in a nice, nice little shave. I gave Susie a little pat up on the booty, and she turned around and said, walk this way. I was born in, four, in a flame. Mama said that every woman my name. Three.
0: 4
1: 5 Aquí
0: Here are the answers for round two. Alza L Volumen. Song number one was Gasolina by Daddy Yankee. Song number two was Fireball by Pitbull.
1: I'm a fireball.
0: Song number three was On the Floor by Jennifer Lopez featuring Pitbull. Song number four was Pika by Dioro, Elvis Crespo, and Henry Fong. Song number five was Conga by Gloria Estefan and Miami Sound Machine. Song number six was Waka Waka, Esto es Africa by Shakira. Song number seven was I Like It by Cardi B, featuring Bad Bunny and J Balvin. And song number eight was Biddy Biddy Bomb Bomb by Selena. Some
1: hits. If you're still sitting down after this music round, <laughs> I'm sorry, Grumpy Pants. Right?
0: Get up. Get up. Let's go.
1: Dance party time. Fiesta Day by <laughs> Sorry. I will spare you from my broken Spanish. Even including Pitbull twice on this list was a challenge. I swear he's all over these Latin upbeat hits. I don't know if it's his slacks, if it's his (laughs) bald head and sexy rhythms, you know, but he really has made his mark. So for Pika by Dioro, Elvis Crespo, or Henry Fong, if you listed any of those artists, you get that point. Same goes for I Like It, Cardi B, Bad Bunny, either of those will get you that point. This isn't like my go-to genre, but it's a fun list, you know? Yeah, it's definitely a good workout list, so. Yes, exactly gets you going yeah I
0: see the connection there Elizabeth I'd love to be in a class
1: hit us up if you do some zoom classes because I don't really like leaving the house so but I'd be down (laughs) (laughs) moving on to round three round number three goes out to friends of the show Deanna and Pietro who recently got married congratulations guys Congrats. they are also the parents to a very adorable cat who I actually give a shout out to recently randomly named Eeyore love it (laughs) This round is called Park Life. Pass me a road dog because we are hitting the highways with Pietro and Deanna and visiting a few of the wondrous U.S. national parks. I believe that they are visiting quite a few on the heels of their wedding, so that's fun.
0: Thank you, Deanna and Pietro, and congrats. Question number one. The smallest national park began as a spa town. What is its name? Question number two. Located in New York, what national park is the location of the first women's rights conventions in the mid 19th century? Question number three. What national park in Colorado is the largest archaeological preserve in the United States? Question number four. The first national park, Yellowstone, was signed into law in 1872 by what U.S. president? Question number five. What recording artist behind the hit Bad At Love released a 2015 album titled Badlands, sharing a name with a South Dakota national park? Question number six. What Oregon National Park has the deepest lake in the U.S. formed by the collapse of a volcano? Question number seven. Dubbed the Robber's Roost, what criminal leader of the Wild Bunch took refuge in the Canyonlands National Park in Utah? Question number eight. The national park that is the largest cave system in the world is Mammoth Cave National Park, which is located in what state that is nicknamed the Bluegrass State? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, Park Life. life. Question number one. The smallest national park that began as a spa town is Hot Springs National Park. Question number two. The national park that is the location of the first women's rights conventions is Seneca Falls
1: National Park. I know that you would have got this one
0: right. Yes. Woman's studies, bud. Yep. Question number three. The national park that is the largest archaeological preserve in the U.S. is Mesa Verde National Park.
1: Let's dig up some treasures. (laughs)
0: Let's go.
1: (laughs) Is it off limits or can we dig?
0: i don't know i guess i don't know either i don't know if you can just go digging maybe you can dig but maybe you have to keep what you find
1: deal (laughs) it's
0: about the hunt
1: (laughs) yeah i don't care about the whatever femurs or
0: (laughs) (laughs) i just want the experience question number four the first national park yellowstone was signed into law in 1872 by ulysses s grant
1: So a weird fun fact is that he was actually born Hiram Ulysses Grant and then went by Ulysses S. Grant. Like, what does that S stand for? It doesn't stand for
0: anything, does it? I don't know. (laughs) Question number five. The recording artist behind the 2015 album Badlands is Halsey.
1: I like them a lot. And I thought that this album was pretty great.
0: I agree. I agree. Good stuff. Question number six. The Oregon National Park
1: that has the deepest lake in the U.S. is Crater Lake. So I have been here, you know, native Oregonian. I would have got this one. But it's also like kind of intimidating. It is super deep because it's at the top of a volcano, you know? Yeah. It's wild. Seems kind of crazy. It's gorgeous, though. It's like crystal blue and really cold. Yeah, I bet. When I was a kid, I didn't care. Now I'd be like, "Mm, I'm good. Let me drink beside Crater Lake.
0: (laughs) Question number seven. The criminal leader of the wild bunch that took refuge in the Canyonlands National Park in Utah is Butch Cassidy.
1: I love the nickname Robber's Roost. Super cool.
0: Yeah, fitting.
1: It's kind of fun. It seems very almost like Disney-esque though,
0: you know? For sure, it's cute.
1: Back to Robber's Roost.
0: <laughs> like a little attraction. <laughs> yeah,
1: Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and the Robber's Roost.
0: <laughs> Question number eight. Mammoth Cave National Park is located in Kentucky.
1: Caves are terrifying. You're not a cave fan. No. Well, I get claustrophobic. No spelunking for you. No spelunking. No tights or stalagmites for me. I understand that they are gorgeous. I just feel like I can't breathe.
0: Yeah, they're so pretty. I don't dislike them.
1: You're into caves?
0: I'm into caves. Cool, cool. Into caves might be a stretch.
1: <laughs> Moving on to round four. So round number four is called loud, quiet, loud. This one goes out to Scott, who recently celebrated a birthday. His partner, Stephanie, let me know that he's a big fan of Frank Black and the Pixies, which, you know, same. So this round is on one of the most influential alternative rock bands of the 20th century, the Pixies. If you are not a fan, if you have never heard the Pixies, you will still stand a chance to answer several of these questions because, you know, context clues, lots of hints.
0: Happy birthday, Scott. Question number one. The Pixie single Where Is My Mind gained popularity after being featured in what 1999 David Fincher film starring Brad Pitt and Edward Norton? Question number two. Original Pixie's bassist Kim Deal went on to form what other alt-rock band alongside her twin sister Kelly that released the 1993 hit Cannonball? Question number three. After a hiatus, the Pixies resurfaced as a headlining act at what annual summer festival that takes place at Grant Park in Chicago? Question number four. The Pixies' hits Here Comes Your Man and Monkey Gone to Heaven were included on what critically acclaimed 1989 album that shares a name with a 2020 film starring Robert Downey Jr., and a ton of CG animals. Question number five. Known for their unique and complex music videos, what band behind the song Here It Goes Again and This Too Shall Pass covered the Pixie song Gigantic on a 2007 tribute album. Question number six. Lead vocalist and guitarist for the Pixies, Black Francis, a.k.a. Frank Black, was from what U.S. capital city that has been nicknamed the Cradle of Liberty and the Athens of America? Question number seven. With biblical references being a common theme in several Pixie songs, the track Gouge Away is inspired by the biblical figure Delilah, and her lover, who she betrays, and has his eyes gouged out. Who is this figure? Question number eight. Black Francis invited Joey Santiago to form the band that became known as the Pixies while he was on an exchange program learning Spanish in what U.S. territory that is home to the historical fortress Castillo San Cristibal? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four. Loud, quiet, loud. Question number one. The Pixie single Where is My Mind gained popularity after being featured in
1: Fight Club? Great song, and it was perfectly placed in that movie. That Where is my mind? Where is my mind? Oh, is my mind.
0: Question number two. The band Kim Deal went on to form with her twin sister Kelly is The
1: Breeders. So I love both The Breeders and The Pixies. I'm a big Kim Deal fan. I will say that I've seen both Pixie shows and Breeders shows where Kim Deal is either fighting with Frank Black or her sister Kelly. (laughs) She feisty. I believe it. Mid-set just... Serves up how she's feeling. Like she's an aggressive one. But man, what a voice and what a presence. Big fan. <laughs> Question
0: number three. After a hiatus, the Pixies resurfaced as a headlining act at
1: Lollapalooza. Do you remember when Lollapalooza was a touring festival? No. Really? Yeah. I always remember it in Chicago. Yeah. It used to be a touring festival though. I'm planning on having a big pool party this summer for me and all of my Leo friends called Leo Palooza. Love it. Yeah. (laughs) Fun. Exactly. Question number four.
0: The Pixies album that shares a name with a 2020 film starring Robert
1: Downey Jr. is Doolittle. Doolittle. And I think that there is a spelling discrepancy there, but who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a rhetorical statement. (laughs) Don't email me if you care.
0: (laughs) Yeah, please don't email us if you care.
1: (laughs) And when I used to host live every week, I would always be like spelling doesn't count. Within reason, you have to get some of the letters right.
0: (laughs) It's supposed to be like (laughs) kind of intelligible. Question number five. The band behind the hit Here It Goes Again that covered the Pixie song Gigantic on a 2007 tribute album is
1: OK Go. Love that song Gigantic. One of my favorite Pixie song. I also adore Hey. Both of those tracks feature Kim Deal on vocals. Just a little fun fact is that my old band covered the Pixie song Wave of Mutilation and released it as a B-side, so... I've been loving the Pixies ever since I was a kid, though. They're a great band. They're so good.
0: Yeah, they are. Question number six. Black Francis, a.k.a. Frank Black, was
1: from Boston, Massachusetts. And that's where he went to school. And it's funny because there's a track on the album Trump that is titled UMass. And it's like sort of his homage to UMass.
0: Question number seven. Gouge Away is inspired by the biblical figure Delilah and her lover, Samson.
1: Another great song. You know, I was like, yeah, I'll write a round about the Pixies. (laughs) (laughs) I would have never had the guts to do so on my own accord just because it's so niche. But with patron requested rounds, I was like, yeah, I would love to. Because they're so great. Yeah, sometimes they give us an excuse to do what we wanted to do
0: anyway. (laughs) A deep dive. Yeah, right. Question number eight. Black Francis invited Joey Santiago to form the band while he was on an exchange program in Puerto Rico. Moving
1: on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So, the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question
0: number one. Published in 1994, what novel is considered Haruki Murakami's masterpiece and centers on the narrator and protagonist character, Toru Okada? Question number two. Included on their hit 1988 album, Hangin' Tough, what new Kids on the Block single included the lyrics? Your first kiss was a sweet kiss. Second kiss had a twist. Third and your fourth kiss I don't want to miss. Question number three. What Comedy Central animated series was developed into a 1999 feature-length film with the subtitle Longer and Uncut? Question number four. What genetic disorder is also known as trisomy 21 and is caused by the presence of all or part of a third copy of chromosome 21? Question number five. Based on a John Steinbeck novel of the same name, what 1955 film starred James Dean? Question number six. Set on the East Coast during the aftermath of a zombie outbreak, what popular first-person shooter video game centers on four survivors? Question number seven. What is the name of Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's eldest child? It's connection time! And question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round.
1: Question number one. Whoa, Kelly, what was that? Was that Lisbeth firing up gasoline and starting another <laughs> Latin dance class? I hope so. I hope so, too. Sorry, taters, we got to go. We got some stuff to burn off.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. In fact, that was a triple tater. So if you correctly answer this question, you will receive three points
0: instead of one. The 1994 Haruki Murakami novel, considered to be his masterpiece, is The Wind Up
1: Bird Chronicle. This is a great book. I actually recently reread it. It's out there, you know. It's funny because he seems so literal, but then he'll introduce this total, like, paranormal sort of dimension to his texts. I really like the way he writes. Great book. Also, really enjoyed Norwegian Wood. Question number two. The New Kids on the Block single
0: with the lyrics, your first kiss was a sweet kiss, second kiss had a
1: twist, is you got it, the right stuff. So we will also just accept the right stuff because I think that's what most people just call that song. What do you think that they meant when they were like second kiss had a twist? I don't know. I think they're like, talking second base ah i see i see with the tongue whoa i know crazy (laughs) (laughs) question number three
0: the animated series that was developed into a 1999 film with the subtitle longer and uncut
1: is south park so i get why they were like you know longer because The uh, episodes are usually TV episode length and then this was a movie. But what do you think that they meant by like uncut? Do you think that it wasn't edited? Do you think that they just didn't have an editor? Gosh, I don't know. I could not possibly understand this. Yeah. Longer and uncut. That pair of words. I mean, I don't know what they were trying to do there. What does that possibly mean? Yeah. Mysteries. Mysteries abound.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Question number four. The genetic disorder, also known as trisomy 21, is Down syndrome. Question number five. The 1955 film starring James Dean based on a
1: Steinbeck novel is East of Eden. It's a good one. James Dean. What a beautiful man. (laughs) Right?
0: Yeah, you're right. He's dreamy.
1: Also queer. Mm Mm-hmm. He's on my very short list. I think it's him and Harry Styles. Maybe that's it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Now that you think about it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Question number six. The
0: zombie-centric first-person shooter video game that centers on four survivors is Left 4 Dead. Question number seven. The name of Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's eldest child is
1: North West. Great name. (laughs) Still good, honestly. Man, people are obsessed with that family, though. Sure are. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, it's not for me, but... I'll take the pixies over the Kardashians any day, (laughs) you know? For sure. Give me some talent. Sorry. (laughs) Question number eight.
0: The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven, and we had answers like... The Wind Up Bird Chronicle. You've Got It, the... Right stuff. South park. Down syndrome. East of Eden. Left for dead.
1: And north west. And all of those answers include directional terms. Sure do. A little up, down, south, east, west action. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Just so you guys know, Kelly goes both ways. (laughs) 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 And returning to our bonus
0: anagram of the week. Our bonus anagram this week is hot, cold bra.
1: I mean, I like mine tepid. How about you, Kelly? Not hot or cold, please. Certainly not both. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The question that went with this anagram was, what type of fabric is described as a dense, plain woven cloth, typically wool, woven wide, and then heavily milled to shrink the fit? And the answer is broadcloth. Hot, cold bra scrambles up to be broadcloth.
1: We have a listener that's really into textiles. I believe her name is Jackie. Jackie, hit me up. Let me know if you got this anagram. You know all about broadcloth? Because I sure don't. Nope, not at all. (laughs) Well, I guess that does it, Kelly. Nice job. Woohoo! Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks for playing along. And we hope that you guys all have a great week. If you have a moment, please leave us a five-star review. We always love seeing those come through. We will talk to you all again next week with more questions.
0: Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. We hope you enjoyed playing along. If you did, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple iTunes to help boost our show ratings and get the word out. We might even give you a shout-out on a future episode. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any feedback. Our email is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. On our website, you can find a printable PDF scoring sheet, which you can use to play along with every episode. We also have links to past episodes, monthly bonus visual rounds, exciting announcements, and more. Follow us on social media for weekly answer reveals, round reveals, and exciting announcements.
1: This week's background and answer break music was Asterix by Blue Dot Sessions. This
0: has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California and Lawrence, Kansas. Special thanks to our friends, families, and all of our trivia buddies. This episode has been hosted and written by Kelly Sharon and Ricky Lime edited by Ricky Lime, and features an intro song by Ricky Lime. Until next time, later later, taters. taters!